0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. I hope you're well. Today, I wanted to give a bonus segment to our study in Galatians. Uh, we're studying uh, grace this week and over the weekend i just wanted to give something extra um so what i want to do is just study galatians uh, chapter 1 3 through 5 and use that as a jumping off point into what it what is grace um, i'd like to take a look at what is grace from three perspectives like what is grace how do you receive grace and then also how do you give grace or how do you live grace and then um, after those uh, perspectives, I wanted to basically just read um, a whole bunch of different scriptures um, and just kind of make comments uh, through through uh, through these scriptures. But just let the word of the Lord sink in uh, on us uh, to try to understand not only what is grace, how we live grace, how do we receive grace, but also um, just... Look at that as a window into the nature of God um, and just how we can be more like God just from knowing who God is. So with that being said, I'd just like to jump right in. So we're studying Galatians chapter 1, 3 through 5, and and most of all these passages will be out of the, the NIV version. So to start it off in verse 3, grace and peace to you from God our Father. And the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of God and Father, our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Right there, boom. Paul lays this, this, um, this letter, this opening, opening remark, uh, to the Galatian church, um, and he starts talking about grace right off the bat. And really, in three verses, basically, you've got the whole gospel right there. Right there in front of you. And Paul is basically trying to educate this Galatian church. They were all over the map in terms of what they thought they were supposed to be doing. So this is a, really a letter of correction to the Galatian church. And right off the bat, he is telling them, um, the gospel. He's sharing the gospel with them right now. Grace and peace come, uh, grace and peace to you from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. What is grace? Well, grace is the gospel. Grace is um, this love that our Father in Heaven has for each one of us. Uh, Grace is this plan, this purpose to allow us to be forgiven, to be sanctified, to be redeemed. Even though we are totally sinful people, even though we are so separated from god we can't even understand we can't even appreciate how separated from god we are and if we if we even knew if we could even fathom how separated from god we are we'd probably all just want to dry up and be blown away because there's nothing that we can do there's nothing we can say nothing we could pray to even get us close to being able to approach god no way it's like it's like being on Pluto. Can you ever make your way back to the Earth with no spaceship? No way. You can't even get there. I mean, that's not even that's that's not even accurate. But it's just no way, no hope. But yet, grace is hope. Um, grace comes before peace. Interestingly, in the letter, because grace always does. Grace comes from God. We can't. We, can't, we didn't start grace. That's His gift. That's His nature to us. And through His grace and through His sending His Son, God is becoming uh, uh, in human form. God is coming in human form to each one of us in the form of Jesus Christ to be sacrificed. That's where we get peace. Peace comes after grace. Grace is God's, God's love for us. And peace, the prince of peace, is Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ is here, now we have peace. We have we have peace to God. We are, we, we are not at war with God. We are at peace with God. We are at peace with ourselves. We can be sanctified. We can have hope that we're not going to just perish. You know, it's interesting that all other religions are all about this quest of man seeking God and doing all these things or meditating or pilgrimaging or going to different places or, you know, um, uh, you know, meditating and do- doing, you know, achieving higher levels of ourselves and our conscience, trying to seek God and who God is, blah, blah, blah. But with Christianity, God actually descended and came down to us, to our level. God is seeking man. No other religion has that. God is seeking man. God is looking for each one of us despite the fact that we are totally lousy, smelly, rotten sinners. Why would why would a God in heaven, eternal being want to do that, you know? But he did. And not only did he do that, he didn't just come down and get his feet muddy, he came down <clears throat> and allowed himself To be sacrificed so that we would have the ability to be at peace with him. To be reconciled with him. Because a perfect God has to judge perfectly. And we're all doomed. So grace comes from God. Then peace comes comes through the gift of our Lord Jesus Christ. So again, this letter opens up grace and peace to you. This is yours. This is to you. Grace from God, peace through the Lord Jesus Christ, sacrifice to you. It's to me too. It's to you. It's to everybody hearing this. It's a personal gift. It's yours to own. It's yours to possess. This is yours. If you want it. From God our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who gave himself for our sins. Who gave himself. He did this willingly. He did this according to God's purpose. It was a gift. It's nothing that we did. He gave himself. He did the heavy lifting. He made it all happen. For our sins to rescue us. So in other words, I mean... You look out in church, it's all a room full of sinners. It's all a room full of people who make mistakes all the time. You're married, two sinners who are married. You have a kid, two sinners have a kid who's a sinner. Group of people who are friends, a whole bunch of sinners nothing we can do to feel good about ourselves or hey you know I go to church every Sunday or hey I, I'm i a really good person I try to treat everybody fair and square doesn't matter we're all lousy sinners so it's it's any hope you've got of self respect you know you ought to take a good look in the mirror and say you know what I, I don't really have any self respect there's nothing that we could do if we were truly honest from a perspective of who's really good Not one of us could even look in the mirror and say, I'm a really good person. I mean, you can ignore the fact that there's a Lord in heaven, uh, our God in heaven who's perfect. And you could ignore the fact that we're all sinners under the the law that... um, that god set out for us we can you can ignore that and then feel good about yourself that's the only way you can feel good about yourself but other than that if you acknowledge that you know you have a father in heaven you have the lord in heaven you have you have god and who made you and made this world we can't we cannot approach him so jesus christ gave himself and if you're really trying to find the higher level of being, you're really trying to you're really trying to find God, that's who it is because don't look around cuz you'll never get there. You can never even get there. The only way you can get there is for God to come to you and rescue you. And that's what he did. He rescued us from the present evil age. This whole world is evil. There's nothing good in it. It's all going to let you down. It's all Um, it's all um, cursed. And this is according to the will. This all occurred to to the will of God and the Father. This is His nature. He looks down and sees this current evil age full of evil people, sinful people. It is His will. It is His nature. This is who He is to come to earth in human form through the birth of jesus christ to seek each one of us to give us this good news to give us this gospel of grace and it is so powerful it is so transforming um it changes all of us and that's why paul is Putting it down to the Galatians. You can't change this gospel. It's not anything that you can say and do. Or hope to do. Which is what they were trying to do in Galatia. He's telling them, no, you can't do it. This is to whom be the glory forever and ever. This is all God's glory. This is all his doing. This is his nature, his doing. Because he is a loving god and he wants every one of us to be able to approach him and it's his glory his plan his purpose it's not about us at all and it is this is something that needs to be occurring the acknowledgement that this is his plan his purpose his glory this this is his glory his kingdom forever and ever so we need to be able to we need to acknowledge all this and just grasp it how much we're loved and grasp what he did for us to save each one of us. And and on the tips of our tongues, in our minds, in our hearts, with everything we think and say and do, we need to be praising him every day. Every day. And, you know, however that looks to you in your daily walk and your daily life, you know, it's going to look probably different for each one of us. But we need to be all praising Him for what He has done for us every day. So that's kind of a, uh, a some reactions to uh, Galatians 1, 3 through 5. And as we try to answer a few questions next, we'll say, well, number one, what is grace? Well, again, grace is the gospel. The good news that comes from the the birth and the life and the and the, 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 the death by sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ for each one of us. That's the gospel. That's the, the sort of the acting out of God's grace. God's grace is forgiveness for us, salvation for us, redemption for us. We're sanctified through His sacrifice. And it's a message of love. This sacrifice for us was love. That is grace. That's his nature. We have a God in heaven full of grace, full of love for us and compassion, who is a joyful God. He gives us things to be joyful about. Now we can look around and say, well, you know what? I may have grace, but I still have a lot of problems. Well, remember that Jesus Christ is peace, but. The presence of Jesus Christ on earth doesn't mean your whole world is all of a sudden going to be peaceful with flowers and rainbows. No. The presence of peace is Jesus Christ in this world that we look to him and say we can be saved and get out of this evil world. There's still problems. His presence never promised the absence of problems. His presence on earth promises our salvation and our forgiveness and our eternal life. That's what he's promising. So, what is grace? It's the gospel, and we should not change it, not a even a smidgen, because if we change it, it's not the gospel anymore. if it's not the gospel anymore it's not from it's not what Jesus did according to God's will, and if it's not the gospel anymore, we don't get saved. Be careful, all of us, be careful, you Galatians and each one of us too. don't change the gospel. Don't start depending on yourself. Don't let your mood be dependent on how good you think you can be or how good you think you are or how good everything's happening around you. Don't let that affect your mood and your mind. Your mood and your mind needs to be focused on God's grace. And it's His glory forever and ever, not our, our mood forever and ever. How do you receive grace? Well, it's a gift. We didn't do anything. It's all about Jesus coming to earth. And time after time, people would ask him what he's doing. He's, he said, I'm here to do the will of my Father. He always, Jesus always, interestingly enough, deflected it back to the Father in heaven. How do you receive grace? It's God's will. Jesus was sacrificed. Jesus came and died for you and me according to God's will. Do you receive grace every day that you've, you have had somebody die for you today? Do you, are you walking around with that sort of sense in your mind? It's easy to forget. You wake up every day and say, oh my word, thank you. You died for me today. How do you receive grace? Are you receiving it as a transforming message? Are you, are you hearing about this grace and are you changed? Or are you just hearing it and not being changed? Because if you're hearing it and being changed, that was the intention. That we are rescued from our sins. If you're receiving it as non-transforming and you're just hearing it like, oh, okay, whatever. And, I'm, and you're not transformed. That gift of Jesus Christ really didn't uh, do anything for you. So if we say we sort of acknowledge it and accept it, but we're not transformed by it, it didn't really affect us. We have to be careful how we receive God's grace. And we also have to be thankful. Are we we receiving this uh, grace with thankfulness, thanksgiving? God says that being thankful for his grace is so important. We need to be doing this forever and ever. To be thankful not only being thankful but giving glory to god giving glory to god for for this hope that we have in him otherwise we wake up every day like robots and going to work or going to school or doing whatever we're doing you know and not transformed and not even thankful for it i mean who would want to die for somebody else that wasn't even thankful no, no, no. This is real. This is major stuff that no one in the Old Testament could even fathom that this was going to occur. But it did. When the Roman soldiers stuck a spear in Jesus when he was up on the cross to really see if he was really, really dead, And they thought, aha, well, we killed him now. They thought they had the last word, but they really didn't. Because right up there on that cross, Jesus Christ was defeating sin and defeating death for every one of us. It is a big deal to defeat death. And that's what happened. This is big time stuff. This is the biggest of the biggest. So to to walk around and not be thankful for this grace is to really not acknowledge it. So how do you receive grace? Hopefully, um, it's a transforming message. It's a message that deserves thankfulness, humility, and praise with glory that goes directly to who is responsible for this. It's, It's God. It's our Father in heaven and our Lord Jesus Christ. And this happens every day. And this is supposed to be according to God's purpose forever and ever. How do you, our third question is, how do you give grace? How do you give grace? What's that all about? Well, just like you are given grace, you can also give grace to other people. How you reflect God's grace in your own life. Well, you know, believe it or not, just as the Lord and our Father in heaven had judged us like we're all sinners, believe it or not. We are judging everybody all the time. And if any one of us thinks for one minute that our friends or our family or our workers or our people at school or anybody is not judging us, that's naive. Everybody is judging everybody. You know, how do they look? How successful are they? What kind of things do they have? What kind of grades do they make? What kind of salary do they have? What kind of this, that and the other? you know? And and sometimes when people get a little too successful, people, people around them get a little bit more jealous. Or sometimes people start judging people because they want to. It makes them feel good. Gossip is so easy to do. Judging others is so easy to do. What about with relationships? With your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, girlfriend, with your children, with people you know at work or school or What kind of relationships do you give? Do you give grace to other people around you in the same manner that God gave you grace? When people let you down, do you give them grace? When people let you down, your kids are, they misbehave. Are you too easy to yell at them or get mad at them? Or your husband or your wife is, you know, not doing what they're supposed to do? Are you too easy to snap? Argue, complain, fuss. It's all a form of judgment, you know. It's all a form of judgment. Or even in your own mind, your heart. You're judging people. Even in church, you're judging people. Oh, what about this person? Oh, oh, that person's a good person. It's easy how your heart starts going into judgment mode. Again, God's already... God is the only judge, you know our Lord Jesus Christ is our is the only judge he's the only one who can who can make those kind of calls, so our job is to love one another and we do that by giving grace to one another and um Dr. J Vernon McGee said in his uh, through the Bible series he was saying that really the Lord in heaven the well our our Father in heaven knows that we cannot live this life the way he wants us to live this life. We cannot. Evil people can't live a good life. But he wants to transform us so that his holy son, Jesus Christ, who sacrificed himself individually for each one of us, through his now Holy Spirit can live inside us. So now God is living inside us. And we can live a good life. We can live a holy life. You can't unless, unless the Holy Spirit's inside you, living inside you. You have to be transformed. Now you can live a holy life. Now you can give grace. So if the Holy Spirit is in you, upon you, through God's grace, through the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ, you're new, you're transformed, you're changed. And you can give grace to others. God uses me and you as that vessel. Continuing to use a vessel, just as you're walking through a, a dark field with a candle. Everywhere you go, that grace is meant to light up a dark world. And all the good stuff that comes from those encounters is supposed to glorify God, not ourselves. How do you give grace? Are you giving it as something like, oh, I'm going to do something good for this person, and then everybody's going to say something good about me, and it makes me feel good. So it's like sort of you're living in the zone of Christian comfort there. You get all the benefits of the good, touchy-feely feelings, but it really should be going to God. How do you give grace? How do you live out grace? It's all supposed to be for God's glory. So that's a a quick summary of Galatians 1, 3 through 5, talking about grace. Paul's letter to the Galatians, he's getting ready to lay down the boom on these folks. But it's a great, great three verses that just lays out the gospel right there. And our um, quick little thought is, what is grace? How do you receive grace? How do you give grace? How do you live grace? So in just a minute we're going I'm going to read uh, a bunch of um verses we'll read them together and then we'll just kind of let the scriptures let the the word of the Lord the word of our Father in heaven just bathe over us as we try to be mindful of what grace is through the Bible just reading a, a bunch of different scriptures and just letting that touch our hearts as we try to absorb, try to get a, a, just even a better understanding of the nature of God as He applies His grace to us. So, in just a second, we'll dig down a little deeper. I just want to say thanks again for listening. I hope you're doing well, and I pray that the Lord will be with you and give you strength every step of the way, both now and for all eternity. We'll see you next time.